Welcome to the Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiskus, Brady Liming, and Todd Griffin. are here to entertain the masses and we are whole again kneel before zod i don't know why that popped in my mind Uh superman 2 it's a great movie it was a great movie welcome to episode 95 of the play it by ear podcast uh todd is back with us i am good to be back uh survive the uh Survive the illness of the century. It did. did. Um, Not sure. Not the illness of the century. I guess that would have been COVID. Yeah. Well, survive that too, but. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, As always, check in. We want to know who's in the room. Savannah, hello. Hi, Savannah. 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 She's not. You saw Toto the other night. I did see Toto. <laughs> very, very good band. I was not there's I did not know <clears throat> there are two original totist uh totoers. <laughs> Totai. Totai. There are uh uh obviously uh, Steve Luther, the guitar player, and then the singer. Uh the main singer. They all sing. Um but the main singer is original as well. The guy that always wore the Fu Manchu. Mustache. Uh, uh, he might have. He did. I, he didn't have it this time. But uh, I just looked up the names, and those were the two original. And then everyone else is new, but they they sound fantastic. Awesome. Better sit up straight and enunciate. The wife is in the room. Uh oh. Uh oh. I refuse to do either. <laughs> either, either, neither, neither. Nor either. Brady Liming also with us. Hey hey. <laughs> hey. All right. I want to remind you as we go into uh, tonight's show, as we've been reminding you uh, for a while now, episode 100, our live audience show at Sons of Toil Brewing on June 5th from 5 to 8 p.m. June 5th is a Sunday evening. Sunday evening. Uh, Join us. Uh, We want to see uh, all of our earbuds live and in person at Sons of Toil. And uh, Brady, I think I asked you, could you make me a poster with the date on it and the time? Ah, yes, I need to do that. I'm sorry. That has slipped my mind. I will do it when we sign off. All right. I, good, for the, good for the visual. Good for the visual. All right. So, yeah, join us. Uh, there's a invite on Facebook. If you follow our Facebook page, you can... Uh, RSVP there. Please RSVP even if you're just interested at this point, you don't know what you're doing on June 5th, just so we can get a rough idea of who might be in the audience. This is not like a wedding. If you don't RSVP, you can still come. Yes, absolutely. And there'll be cake and confectionery. I was going to say, we have to know how much cake to buy. So we could let them eat cake. Mm -hmm. To meet cake, Marie Antoinette. All right, John, we'll hold you to that. Hey, John. Yes. 
All right. So uh, once again, episode 95 of the Play It By Your podcast. If you've not been here before, uh, we talk each topic that we uh, bring to the table, 20-ish minutes, uh, more on the ish than the 20. And uh, these are previously (laughs) unrehearsed discussions. And uh, probably a lot of times they sound that way. So (laughs) hopefully you enjoy it. Uh, We enjoy uh, bringing it to you. Uh, we now have 10 people and 11 people in the room. So if you have not yet checked in, if you'd like to, please do. Uh, we will uh, announce your presence. All right. We are in order on the screen as to how we will present our topics. Todd, uh, since you were not with us last week, we'll let you go first. All right. Gentlemen. Gentlemen. I have a bracket. And... Some fast food restaurants are on this Ooh. bracket. It's pretty sizable, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna get right into it here. So the idea is it is a bracket like we've done before, and we've discussed fast food. I know we discussed uh, like hidden menus at fast food restaurants, uh, favorite items I think at fast food restaurants. Anyway, I don't believe we've ever done a battle of fast food restaurants. Can I get to say your word? A tournament. A tournament. Yes. Tournament. <clears throat> First matchup. So how many how many restaurants are in this tournament? Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eleven, twelve. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Six, nine, six, Sixteen. Eleven, no, thirty-two. Sorry. Thirty-two. Okay. I only counted one side. I forgot to do my math. <laughs> uh, and I did take the liberty. I, I took some of the the ones that weren't as local. Out. There's a couple that aren't local but are famous enough to wear, but a couple I hadn't really heard of, and I put in a couple local favorites to in their place. So here we go. Okay. <clears throat> First matchup, <clears throat> McDonald's are these versus seated? Burger King. Are They're, they not seated? Seated. They're not seated. They're not seated. McDonald's a, a versus Burger King. It's a clash of the titans right off the bat. It is. I... I'm torn on this because um, McDonald's... They don't call it a tournament for nothing. Exactly, because I'm torn on it. There are some things that McDonald's cannot be challenged on, like sweet tea and salmon rolls, and they're consistent, and it's, you know, it's worth the trip. But if I'm eating food food... (laughs) Food food? (laughs) Yes, if I'm eating the food food... What what constitutes food food? Non-snackage things so that you're will be on like a, a, a burger and fries. Yeah, yeah, like or you know, just the the you know the main thing. It's not the little side and sundry items. Yes, um, I enjoy handleless the, items. You got you're talking about the handled items on the handled item. Everything items. is a handled item. <laughs> that is true. That <laughs> sweet tea doesn't lie. have a handle. <laughs> hey, at least I'm not eating the straw, but um. <laughs> But I do love a Burger King burger. That like a Whopper, a Whopper, or my favorite, a double bacon cheese, a bacon double cheeseburger plain. Um, so which they messed up the other day. Don't get me started. But <laughs> anyway, but yeah, um, I actually prefer the food food of Burger King. This comes down to a real simple question: Do you prefer char broiled? Or non-charbroiled. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. So if I can get the sundry items for McDonald's, 
and get, you know, I like bovine flesh on a bun from <laughs> Burger King. See, I'm going burgers and fries, McDonald's, but other things like chicken sandwiches, fist sandwiches, and other things. I'm going Burger King. Uh, um, burgers, Eric, what say you? Burgers, Burger King, fries, McDonald's, sundry. What items. about milk shakes? Milk shakes. They both have good milk shakes. They to do. Be with you. Th- 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 this is a tough first round matchup. McDonald's has the Blizzard. No, they have the, the McFlurry. McFlurry. Yeah, McFlurry. I was I had Dairy Queen in my mind. And yeah, when it's working, party. when the ice cream machine's working. Well, there's that. <laughs> that new weather term that we learned about a couple weeks ago, I was thinking about this. McDonald's needs to use that and make a new slushie and call it the McRowpel. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway. Um, I would say overall, give me the king. You're saying Burger King? So we got two Burger King and one McDonald's from me. Let's take it to the audience. <sighs> yeah, take it. Celia says McDonald's. McDonald's. That's not McDonald's. Two to two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh, welcome. Josh Michael says oh, Burger Josh. King. The bovine flesh monarch. <laughs> 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 uh, Josh says the Burger King chicken and fist. I agree, Josh. Definitely. Uh, Gary says McDonald's. I uh, used to prefer flame broiled till it started tasting like that flavor was applied during processing. Is it flame broiled or is it spray on flame? Uh, no, it's, well... Back in the day when I worked there, it was flame broiled. I don't know what it is. Now. Oh, I didn't know Eric had a personal. Uh, yeah, this hits close to home to Eric. I do. I, I when I, I did my fast food tour, I, I know started, you did White Castle, but I did not realize you did Burger King. I, I did Burger King for uh, two weeks. Three thirty-five an hour, which was minimum wage at the time. Uh. I dumped dumped the King and went to White Castle. For four dollars an hour. Oh, big and got to come home smelling like onion all all the time. Uh, and I'll tell you, <laughs> you don't even you don't, you don't even have to eat the stuff. It just goes through your skin, and the effects are the same. If you stay in the restaurant long enough, <laughs> it gives you the vapors. It gives you the onion air. I can see. I think I can see from the comments that the king is going to win this one. And I think that is a kind of an upset, but if we really get down to it, like I said, if it's breakfast, I'm going McDonald's. If I want a sweetened tea, I'm going McDonald's. But see, I, would say, I even say breakfast, I'm going the King. I like the croissant sandwiches. Oh, see, now I like a McMuffin. Um, <laughs> too flaky. Croissant, br- croissant breakfast sandwich are too flaky. You end up wearing all of in your lap. Uh, Treva says Burger King. Welcome, Treva. Rob Jodry. Welcome, Rob. Says the Rob. King. I, if you go by popularity of drive-throughs, McDonald's has got it all day. Yeah. It, it, if if you want to go to a restaurant almost any time of day, a fast food place in Hillsboro, you go to Burger King because there's never a drive, never hardly any cars in the drive-through. Where well, the other ones are, well, we have no McDonald's right now because they tore it down. They did yes. Down. That had to be one of the older McDonald's in oh in this the, area of the country. That's yeah. what I told my kids. Is like you know that thing is like one of the true tri-county area. First, McDonald's is... All right, so I'm making our first decision, or not the decision, because it's what won, but I'm writing down the first the winner is... The I King. reluctantly I reluctantly write down... Or, <laughs> I know. Next. That, yes. Wendy's 
and their celery-laden chili. Vedneys. Vedneys. Versus White Castle. Oh, pish posh. <laughs> um, Flippity flew. <laughs> Go ahead, Brady. Um, weenies. Uh, it's an Ohio-based restaurant, and the food's pretty good. It has the frosty. Um, I, I much more enjoy the Winnie's. That's not even close in my book. Love, love me some White Castle. I do. <laughs> However, However, as far as the uh, variety of the menu, Wendy, Wendy's hands down. Like like the celery laden chilies. <laughs> that you know, nasty xylem and flow amount of my chili. <laughs> McDonald's or um sorry, White Castle actually has a pretty vast menu when you get right down to it. Uh and some of the other much like Josh was saying about the chicken sandwiches and, and fish sandwiches at, at Burger King, some of the better sandwiches on White Castle's menu are non sliders. And oh, they're all sliders, <laughs> but <laughs> eventually they are. Yeah. No, see, that's where I that's where I disagree because, you know, the misses and I, um, we we often find ourselves with nowhere to eat after a show, and uh, White Castle is about the only place open uh, these days at, late at night. And I've learned that if I stay away from the sliders, I'm usually okay the next day. <laughs> if I want to feel like I've been in an absolute war and lost. It's sliders. So, but I'm going Wendy's. Yeah. Hey, Todd, yeah, I remember us a couple times, like, um, I, when we used to play the establishment that was called Rhinos, mm -hmm. and there's been a couple times that I can remember us riding in the same vehicle, and we would exit there immediately and go to the White Castle. And I remember us both at times hurting before we even hit Sardinia. Oh yeah. On That's... the on the 30 minute trip. But I... when Wendy's does not have the sides. Like I mean again, I'm not a huge fan of Wendy's fries. Uh you got onion chips at uh White Castle. You have you get a baked potato at Wendy's. <laughs> You're the only one that eats baked potatoes in the damn car, Eric. Nobody <laughs> else has that as a side while they're driving down the road. That's we're not, a salty we're, we're subject, not talking mate. about the best drive throughs I know we're that. about the best restaurant. I know that. So I, and I do like the chili. about eating potatoes <laughs> in the car. I will give you crap if I choose to because you are the only one that eats chili cheese baked potatoes in the car. <laughs> Though I do like them, Eric. You have got me uh, sold on the chili cheese uh, uh, baked potato at, at um even with the celery. But I go Wendy's. I agree. So we got three Wendy's votes from us. What do we have from the audience? Right. Uh, Josh. Click it. Vedney's for the Frosty. Frosty is one of the stronger desserts. Yeah. Uh, John, welcome, John. Any Wendy's but <laughs> the one in Hillsborough. It's, uh, it hasn't been too bad lately for, for me anyway, but for a while, yeah. Treva, Wendy's hot honey chicken sandwich. I had one of those the other day, Treva. Very, very tasty. Very Is good. the honey temperature hot or spicy hot? What are they saying? It's not. Well, that sandwich has some sort of hot, like a jalapeno, maybe like a, a fried jalapeno or something on it. I so think that's where they get in the hot. Okay. But I don't, the honey's not hot. Okay. Like the honey, It's not a spicy honey, if that's what you mean. Yeah. 
Well, Gary made his vote up here, the WC Lounge, because <laughs> <laughs> of the onion chips. Uh, mm. We've got Celia up here. She said Bedney's. Uh, Treva says, if I want to crap my pants before I get home, then White Castle. <laughs> 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 uh, so she's saying that sometimes she she chooses White Castle. <laughs> if she would ever want to do that before she got home. Uh, it usually doesn't present solidly with me. <laughs> it's more, Are you talking about the decision or something else? <laughs> more airy. Airy. <laughs> uh, oh. John says White Castle. Um, but it looks like Wendy's uh, kind of takes it here. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Moving on to a couple of uh, popular burger joints. Um, what a burger. What a burger. Versus Five Guys. Uh, just, just for the. What a uh, burger. Brewer here, uh, Kyle. Welcome. Uh, gives a Wendy's vote there late, but uh, we got it. And Rob also yeah. with the Wendy's vote there late. Yep. Wendy's in, um, in a rush. So what a burger and what? Five lads. And five guys. Well, I don't think there's any question in my mind. Go five ahead, guys. Bro. Yeah, um, I've had both. And why? While Whataburger, it, it's not, you know, crap. It, it's you know, it's good. But Five Guys, um, yeah, definitely in my book. Definitely, definitely, it's a fine burger. Yep, Five Guys. With the the bago fries. Mm, I disagree. Ooh. You disagree? I disagree. What a burger to me is the faint, the best fast food burger there is. I'm gonna disagree because I'm gonna, but I'm not gonna tell you what it is because I gotta wait and see if it's on the list. Am I am I choppy? Because you guys are choppy. No. <laughs> you guys. No, I know everything's looking good on my end. Nope. Like, like all, Brady. All good. Brady yeah, was you, frozen right there. So you're a little choppy. Yeah. yeah, something's going on. Anyway, I well, to me, Five Guys isn't really a fast food burger, but I. So I, that, I had not had a Water Burger until. Go ahead. That's that's a good question. I mean, what what constitutes fast food? I mean, how fast does it have to be? I mean, you do have to wait a little bit for a Five Guys burger. Yeah. But I guess I mean you have to list already, so whatever. But or Whataburger, whatever. So what about the Whataburger, Todd? I was just saying I deem it the best fast food burger on the planet. Mm, that's strong. It's a strong vote. All right, uh, so we have two Five Guys and one Whataburger from us. Uh, Josh says Five Guys with the fries. Uh, John. Both he and Savannah say five guys. So uh, as far as the Whataburger, where, where's the closest location of that? I know I've had it, but... Uh, I'm going to try to get out of here and come back in. Eric, let me back in if you don't mind. All right, we'll do. Um, Eric, I Brady, think the... I think the... Um, I know there's a couple in northern Kentucky, and I think there is one around the Kenwood area. Um I'll be darned. I cannot remember where I ate, I, but it wasn't in the state. I was like traveling. It was like in yeah. Tennessee or something. I had it, but um, luckily there are a couple, but um, I have not ate at the local ones. 
All right, so two votes for uh, the five guys so far. Any other audience votes? Here he comes. He's back. He's back. All right. Can you hear me? Oh, yes. So what I was saying about the Whataburger, I, I deem it the best fast food burger, and I don't, I don't think Five Guys is a fast food burger so much. But Five Guys, definitely you have the most options mm-hmm. to make it maybe more um, – more like a gourmet burger, you know. I mean, you can. I think you can even put peanut butter on your burger at Five Guys. He gads. But but what a burger again is just a basic. To me, it's like a McDonald's burger that's way better. And I think it's it's the size, and it's the bun. They, I think they toast the buns, and that makes a big difference. A toasted oh, bun on a burger. Absolutely, I know exactly what you mean. That little crispy finish. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. All right, so uh, I only had two votes from the audience so far, or actually three. Savannah, John, and Josh all say five guys. Um, haven't got any other audience votes yet, but as of right now, it's uh, five guys. Five for five guys and one for Whataburger. Five guys. <laughs> all right, moving right along. Now, one of these is not local. Mm-hmm. I don't know what yeah, – I heard you asking where the closest Whataburger was. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've only had them in Florida, but I, I'm sure there's some closer. Brady says northern Kentucky and Kenwood. Is there really? I, I think so. Hmm. All right. Smash Burger yeah. versus In-N-Out Burger. That was number one on my burger list. In and Out Burger has the finest fast food burger, in my opinion. You can't get them around here, and it's sad. Um, I actually wore my In and Out Burger t shirt under my teaching attire the other day. So, um, but yeah, I am a big fan of In and Out Burger, big time. Their fries are excellent, and um, there's nothing bad about it. Phenomenal, which like is not a knock on Smash Burger, though. Um, I can't, I I think I've had smash burger. I know I haven't had in and out burger. Well, no, I'll take that back. I have, but it's been a lot of years and I don't remember being overly, I mean, it's a good burger, but I mean, I don't remember being overly impressed as far as this is the greatest burger I've ever had in my whole life. Yeah. Um, Uh, like I said, I, I don't even know if I can make a qualified vote. Yeah, really. I, I can't, I don't think. Well, that's with me. I've only had smash burger, so I guess I'd have to pick smash burger. Okay. Can we go back to Whataburger just for a moment? Mm-hmm. Uh, no Ohio locations, no Kentucky locations. It had to um, been Tennessee then. Uh, yes, there are, there is one Tennessee location. And that is in Hermitage, Tennessee, home of Andrew Jackson. I think I do remember passing oh. one in Tennessee. Is there some in Alabama? Alabama, yeah. yep. 24 yeah. in Alabama. That's where it was. I think it was in Birmingham. Uh, two locations in Birmingham. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, maybe I haven't had Whataburger. I thought I had, but I hadn't. So, uh should definitely try it sometime. Yeah. Uh, John says they don't know either place either. Uh, I said I'd, I've had Smashburger. I'd probably, 
back to the original question here. Uh, I can't make a qualified vote. I can't either. I, I mean, again, I've had smashed burgers, so I mean, does that mean based you vote on for my smash passion? Burger? Based on Brady's passion, 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 in and out burger. Hmm. Well, and yeah, I guess it, it seems to be across the board that people are very fond of in and out burger. Yeah. I've not heard anything bad said about it. The only the only halfway bad thing I've ever heard said about it is that it was like me. It was like maybe it's not as impressive as people say it is, but mm. seems like the, bad. It seems like the famous people really like it. True. Yeah. Yes. We'll go true. With, we're gonna go with In N Out Burger. Gary trusts Brady's gut. So In I guess we out. should as well. All right, here we go. Next matchup. Now, wait a minute before you go. The, the ultimate question here is, Brady, did you leave any In-N-Out Burger handles? That would be the true test of if it actually was the greatest burger ever. If I did, you would have to use a magnifying glass or a microscope or a monocle to see it. So it's a very small handle. So Smallest handle of any burger that, is, that you've that ever is had? Quite the, that is quite the endorsement. It is. Can't get any more ringing endorsement than that. <laughs> All right. Johnny Rockets versus Hardee's. 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 There is a problem here. Hardee's, as a kid kid, like we're talking 13 and under, um, was down south, and there was a couple Hardys in Florida and, and St. Augustine, and they were the bee's knees. The original Hardys was flame rolled, and it was flipping awesome. Um, Hardys got bought out by another chain, and I forget what used to be in all the Hardys buildings. Is it well, uh, Hardys, Tim, Tim Hortons or Carl Jr.? Hardys bought out Burger. Chef. Chef. That's what it was. Well, what is the difference between a Carl's Jr. and a Hardee's? East of the Mississippi or west of the Mississippi. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, but then Carl, Carl's Jr. brought out Hardee's, or one or the other. I'm not sure how that happened. There's only one uh, Carl's sophomore. I, I am going Hardee's over Johnny. I'm not a huge fan of Johnny Rockets. Yeah. Of the ilk, like the Five Guys, Smash Burger, you know, those kind of joints, which are all very similar. Um, yeah, Johnny Rockets gets definitely that. I'm, it's okay, but I, I, I don't love it. I think a better matchup here would have been Johnny Rockets versus Steak and Shake because they're very similar. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm going to share my screen uh, here for a moment because uh, what Brady said is accurate far as what the difference is between a Hardee's and a Carl's Jr. There you go. He's very <laughs> accurate. Yeah. Hardee's from uh, Kansas, or uh, actually, I guess Hardee's is also in Montana. Uh, eastward, not including Texas and New Mexico and Colorado, uh, have Hardee's. Uh, New England has neither. And Carl's Jr. is Texas West. Um, and uh, if you have the fortunate occurrence to live in Oklahoma or Wyoming, you can get both Hardee's and Carl's Jr. I mean, how how high on the hog would that be? Hey, did you notice? Gonna... Hey, can you pull that back up there, Eric, yeah. real quick? Yeah, I think. 
maybe. Did you notice the difference other than one says Carl's Jr., one says Hardee's? Carl's Jr. says charbroiled burgers under it, and Hardee's says charbroiled thick burger under it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's thick burgers, all one word. Like, not charbroiled thick burgers. It's charbroiled thick burgers. <laughs> one word. Thick burgers. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I I would want to know how much thicker are the Hardee's burgers than the Carl Jr.'s burgers. Yes. Well, here's what I think it is. I have. Can you pull it up one more time? Can you pull it up one more time? Todd. Well, because it has to be there as a visual when I give my reason. I just don't think the Carl's Jr. logo is long enough for them to put thick burgers there. <laughs> <laughs> but I think truncated. if I'm trying if I'm trying to sell it, I think I'm taking out the charbroiled and just putting thick burgers. <laughs> or I'm putting charred thick burgers. Well, I I think the charbroiled, that's an important component of the marketing. Yeah. I think it probably is. Point. But I think people know it already. Like Burger King, you know you're getting truck but but thick burgers is something you never hear anybody advertising. So can you go and complain that your thick burger is not thick enough? Because thick is a fairly relative term. It is. <laughs> yeah. Thick to me may not be thick. Or is it T-H-I-C, thick? And, and as we've said before, all the kids a, say. a burger can be too thick. Don't give me a burger that looks like a hockey puck. Oh, see, I love a Hard Rock Cafe oh. puck burger. Hockey puck burgers. When you got seven inches of bun around the, or uh, all around the burger, and a hockey puck balled up in the middle of it, that's not a good burger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so are we going? Yep. Yeah, I'm voting Hardee's. Hardee's. Uh, Hardee's. Hardly's. And uh, <laughs> Hardly's. Uh, thick hardly meat. <laughs> 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 Jesus, that's me. Jesus, that's me. JJ. <laughs> uh, Savannah says Hardy's. Uh, Celia says Hardy's. Josh Hardy's. Uh, Hardy's also has the best peach shakes, according to Celia. I'd, uh, peach shake is not a go-to for me, but uh, nah, nah. Uh, John, oh, I thought she said preach, Eric. She said peach, Eric Viscus. Oh, Wait she did minute. later on uh, say she preach. Said preach. Oh, yeah. Preach, it, preach the I, peach. I was I think getting she's preach and peach mixed up. Thick is uh, relative. That's what she was referring to, I believe. Uh, John, I, I don't know if I want details of your bad memories of Hardee's. It could be very similar to my Big Mac stories. Um, I remember the going to the Hardee's in Maysville a few times. I don't know what I would be doing driving by there in the morning, but they had this breakfast sandwich. It was just a biscuit, which I've shared with you guys that the biscuit is my, it is the least useful breakfast sandwich bread around. It's too greasy. <laughs> slips all over the place. Um, But anyway, they had a breakfast sandwich. It was biscuit and it was like uh, two prongs of somersault. Like, you know, summer sausage, you cut it in half, and it, and it stays together and makes two two lengths. How's that? Two lengths of summer sausage. And it was fantastic. And a slice of cheese on it. It was fantastic. <laughs> you could sing so that like it, a musical. 
Had it been on some breads, it'd been better. Oh, yeah. And now, here, here's a little uh, Frisch's, at least the one here in Hillsboro. I'm assuming all of them. But Frisch's, their breakfast sandwiches, you can choose to put it on toast. And they also have summer sausage. So you can get a summer sausage, egg, and cheese sandwich on toast there. No greasy bun. Greasy or, bun. Sorry, greasy biscuit. Greasy biscuit. All right. Uh, Karen, welcome. Uh, yes, Burger Chef and Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Form, former iteration of Hardee's. Uh, Treva votes Hardee's. Uh, <laughs> Hang on, man. You, you got to read Treva's comment because it's pretty funny, actually, when you look at that and then look at her follow-up. So it says, Hardee's, I ate at the Batavia location at least three times in my early 20s, which doesn't sound very impressive, does it? <laughs> <laughs> then if you go down, I meant to say three times a week. Now that's more impressive. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> three times in 10 years? Yeah. Probably not a go-to. Uh, John, John Hardee's in Fairfield. Uh, <laughs> Gary says, biscuits need gravies. I agree. They're for a plate. And a fork and gravies. They're not for breakfast sandwiches. All right. So Hardy's it is. Hardy's it is. All right. We'll just do one side of the bracket, by the way, on this. Uh Sonic versus A and W. A and W. Sonic mm. versus A and W. A and W's are rare anymore. And actually, mm -hmm. I think A and much like um racks in Long John Silvers formed a duo, a tag team. Captain D's and A and W formed a tag team. So it's a similar thing. Captain D's, Pashaw. I don't mind some Captain D's. We'll get to we'll get there in a minute. But uh I am not a Sonic fan. I I don't like their shakes. Sonic has Sonic has great fries. Yeah, I like their fries. And you can get a hat dag there too if you want it. Not very many fast food places you can get a hat dag. True. But I, uh, I'm about to give it up on their ice cream. I, every shake I get is warm. It's like they don't, they don't chill their, their shakes or whatever. They're, it's, it's just like spitty froth in a cup. It's like meringue. It's like somebody melted some meringue in a cup, snake spit in a cup. <laughs> <laughs> so is it a, a meringue shake? Is that what it is? Y yes. So. Do you ever get the uh, dream? Uh, what is it? The dream. I think it's called the dream free. Uh, no, no, the dream slush. So it's like vanilla ice cream whipped with slushy in it. Cherry slushy. I don't, I don't get Good slush. Stuff. No, I don't get slush <laughs> ice mush. I like slushed puppies when I was young, but I don't like <laughs> slushed puppies anymore. Yeah, slushed uh, puppies or whatever. EQ calls their little deal. What, what's their what's their slushy called? I don't want I don't any know. form of slush anymore. Yeah, the McGraw pool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going yeah. A and W here, by the way, because there's oh. and if you go to A and W, you got to get a frosted mug. You got to ask, get them a frosted mug. Have them give you a frosted mug so you can get some root beer that way and drink it out of that rather than yeah. a regular cup. No, that that is a strong item. I can't Have deny we, that. I think A&W might have hat dags, too, now that I think about it. A hmm. uh, little side note about A&W's, I don't know if you knew or not, but uh, A&W's was the first fast food restaurant in the United States. Really? Yeah, back in 1920-something, 20 23 or something like that. 20-aught. 
Yeah, Tony Hawk 3. Yeah. I didn't know that. I yeah. did not either. So what are you going with? Brady, you picked what? I'm, I'm picking Sonic. Sonic. Eric? I would go with Sonic merely because I may be beaten at A&W like twice. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, and it, it was not remarkable to me, but Sonic's fries are remarkable to me. So on that note, I will vote yeah. Sonic. All, All right. right. So like- the uh, audience voting, mostly Sonic, Savannah, Celia, and Gary with an A&W. Thank you, Gary. John. Can tell we're related. Sonic, uh, Karen with the Sonic. Uh, Josh says Sonic. He's eaten one time. A&W never. So does that mean your vote is mm. Sonic just because? My uh, process of elimination. Um, and uh, Karen says warm shake is gross. That is true. Yes. Looks All like right. Sonic. Next matchup. Long's John Silver. <laughs> or Pantera Bread. pantera bread or long panera bread (laughs) people yeah panera bread or long john silver without even getting the briny mist to the ocean off my brow long john silver's hands down i agree and not for its fist don't tell me for the barnacles Barnacles. barnacles are cool, but the chicken planks. Now, they're not chicken tenders. They're not chicken nuggets. They are chicken planks, planks. right off the poop deck of Long John Silver's <laughs> sloop. It's Brady, so. Brady's a plank skank. <laughs> it's, fun, it's funny you use that word because for some inexplicable reason the other day, poop deck pappy just came to mind <laughs> from Papa. <laughs> <laughs> from the old papaya commercials <laughs> or uh, cartoons i would actually throw long john's and or captain d's over pantera bread <laughs> um i don't know I'd, I'd like both but i mean you have to be in different moods for both See, I, I, I'm I like my chicken planks so well that I ignored, but I will tell you, I'm not even dissing the quality of the food at a Pantera bread. But the first time I went in, the menu, which is written yes. in chalk, where it, it was so large, it gave me anxiety. It's, it's overwhelming. Yeah, and I'm Give me like three types of bread, three types of cheese, and three types of meat, and. Th- I'll order a sandwich. I don't want 19. Yeah. I don't want pumpernickel rye <laughs> hybrid breads. I don't want. Yeah. Um, hydroponic Belgian hops or whatever. I just give it to me straight. You know, I do like some bread choices, but that's too much. And I just kind of sat there frozen and I, and frozen. I ended up getting, frozen. getting an old ham and cheese that I could have got at the, at the quickie bar. Get you a Dagwood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, okay. I I had the same experience, but here's what I like about Long John's. I don't know that At. it's hard to tell the difference between the fish planks and the chicken planks. They taste the same, and they both taste good because of the bread. I was going to say it's that, it's that uh, hardening, hardening of the arteries that you taste. Yes. Throw some barnacles on there. Throw some fries. I think they usually have a barnacle or two hanging off of them. <laughs> yes, they do. If, uh... 
And Mr. Brewer's still in the house listening. He's probably doubled over now because he still laughs at barnacles like that. It hit his funny bone. I think got him sold in our podcast. All right, then if he like, say he likes the vinegar, she likes the option oh, at Long John's to dump yeah. the the malt. Mount. Is it malt vinegar? Malt vinegar in a hushed puppy. Outstanding. <laughs> that Outstanding. quiet canine. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> I, I I will say this and like I said the vote in my mind is very close because I like both however on mere pretentiousness I will not vote for Pantera Bread because it's a bit pretentious it is. LJS it is. is just now I will say that uh, I don't like the fact that LJS took the whole uh, being on a uh, sailboat or sailing ship sloop experience away from me and turned it into an ordinary restaurant yeah yeah if um, i don't have heavy rope to help me get up the sidewalk to the entrance that's and, right and a, and a bell to ring when i leave i i, I need and visit the necessary inch. room yes i need some six six inch thin pimp rope to help me up the help me up the the uh the, yeah. the wooden plank yeah with a peg uh, so, boy letting you in open the door so eric you're saying that uh you could you could You'd be happy with just a box of barnacles. Yes. And a bottle your own of bottle of malt vinegar. <laughs> and an order of an order of muted mutts. <laughs> In, indeed. <laughs> yes. That that would be that would be a hearty meal for me. So I will uh, go LJS. For for anybody who who doesn't know what we're talking about with the barnacles <laughs> is uh, I won a debate one night between Eric and Brady, fair and square. You, you, you won nothing. Whoa, I, no, I won no, everything. No, no, you have no proof. This is like the Korean War, buddy. It's not over. The we proof was it wasn't on. up to me to it wasn't up to me to provide proof. It was you guys that needed to provide proof, and you could not do it. You can't they claim the proof. They <laughs> they claim that they were they were they they guaranteed they bet it all. That the little crispies that you could order at Long John's were called barnacles. No one backed them up. They looked it up online and found nothing. No one remembered it. I win. It would be a hell of a name, but that's just not what they were called. <laughs> what ever. All right. So Long John's it is. LJS. LJS. So Treva brings something up here, and I don't remember. Do you remember onion rings and Long John Silvers? Ooh, I, do I don't not. either. Um, uh, onion rings were land lubber food. I don't remember it being <laughs> at Long John's. <laughs> and chicken isn't. Chicken of the sea. <laughs> or, or muted mutts. Those don't come from the ocean. <laughs> chicken of the sea is tuna, Brady. <laughs> tuna fish. <laughs> tuna fish. <laughs> not that tuna cow. All right. Oh, last oh, matchup. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh, of... <sighs> All right. So... <laughs> don't don't give me a harumph. Harumph. <laughs> I saw that mirth on your face. Oh man, Savannah, Savannah, Savannah. <laughs> Thank you, Savannah. All right, last matchup for the, uh, and we're going to move on. We'll move to Brady's topic, and we'll, this will be continued, by the way. So stay tuned for the next what three episodes, probably, to finish this this <laughs> yeah. bracket. Um, Chick Fil A versus 
Raising Cane's. Oh, I knew they were going to do that to me. <laughs> Communists. No question. No question. Ah, no man. question. Eric, started off. Whoop. Oh, you want me to start? I'll start. Yeah, you you seem pretty passionate about it to start. So yeah. let's hear what you got. Chick Chick Fil A, no question. Raising Cane's, although good, is uh, I I overrated is a strong term, but I the sauce is good. I don't know that the chicken is that much better. Good, uh, good choice. But, but I mean, you have Chick Fil A sauce, which is very good as well. So very, I don't know. Yes, that the, the sauce and is similar. Enough. They're in the yeah. same family. Indeed, they're sauce cousins. But chicken wise, I think the Chick Fil A chicken is far beyond raising canes. And and I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb here. It's a pretty safe limb that Brady doesn't eat the, the sauce on either one of the either one of them. Uh, no, that's a, that that is such a safe limb that nice. man, <laughs> there is no limb. Brady, what do you say? Canes one vote for one vote for Chick Fil A so far. It, here's the thing: overall, absolutely Chick Fil A, but I do love canes, and I find and that's why I'm mad that they did this to me because when I don't want Chick Fil A, and I want Chick. I go to Canes. Like I get burned out of one, and I'll switch to the other. Canes is so the, the crispy, the, the perfection of how those chicken tenders are fried is perfection. Um, it's whatever. However, they do their breading is awesome. Um, but yeah, overall, Chick Fil A is the bomb. I mean, who are we even kidding? Can, can I go I this way? Bread. With my vote? Can I go this way with my vote? Chicken sandwich, Chick-fil-A all day. Chick-fil-A is the best chicken sandwich in the business. Uh, Popeye had this run here a while back where people pretended it was even close. Not even close. No. Do you like some Popeyes? I don't mind Popeyes, but not in the same uh, tier yeah. as Chick-fil-A. But Raising Cane's has the Texas toast or the bread, the thick bribs. I love that. Which is awesome, but I, if I go sandwich, I go Chick Fil A every time because I don't like the I don't like a I don't like a chicken sandwich made out of chicken fingers. It's sloppy, it's unkempt, <laughs> it's it's ornery, it's ornery, it's 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 you know what I mean? Like you'll go biting into it and then all I'll of a sudden it. an, it'll rip. It you'll bite a piece that doesn't have chicken and then it'll rip and then next thing you have three separate uh, chicken sandwiches. Yeah, but I'm going as far as taste of chicken, Eric. I agree. I think that I think Chick Fil A's chicken's better. So yes. just to, just to sum that up, Chick Fil A sandwich, chicken fingers, canes, along with the brebs, but overall chicken Chick Fil A. So is your overall vote Chick Fil A? Chick Fil A, okay. because I think the chicken on a chicken sandwich at Chick Fil A tastes better than the tenders at. Canes, if that makes sense. It does. Okay. It's the pickles, man. It's the it's the pickles on the Chick-fil-A sandwiches. Brady's turning his nose up at pickles. Little do you know, Brady, there's pickles in the actual breading. Of oh, the, of oh I know. I know. It, it, it's just a pickle it, use. Yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. I, I'm sorry. It even like caught up my ability to speak. Pickle stench. In, in vinegar stench in general, I hate. It really triggers my Vinch nose. Vinch. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, there's just a hint where it's not that that stink. It adds some flavor. But pickle stink. Oh my gosh, man. 
Regan will open, open up a bottle of those Vlasic pistol, pistols. Pistol. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm having a hard time. <laughs> Vlasic pistols. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Vlasic pickles. The stench of the juice is horrid. And if she opens up that, I can smell it all over the house. It is just, I don't like it. It's, it uh, gosh, you, you were blessed with an amazing snoot, Brady. Oh, I'm cursed with a snoot. I'm cur- it is a blessing and a curse. Yes, I can tell exactly what my neighbors are cooking on their grill three doors down. But if somebody in the lunchroom gambles and loses at my job, I could pick it up a hundred yards away. And I, it's, it's a curse. <laughs> so with that being said, can you smell the pickles on a Chick-fil-A sandwich? See, that's just it. I can't, I, I taste the finish of flavor, but it's not overpowering. So you, when can, I, so you I do open leave, up the bun. Do you do leave your pickles on the sandwich? No, I order them without pickles. Oh. Because then it's the smell. Um, you know what? God will strike you down if you order, <laughs> order the Chick-fil-A sandwich without the pickle. It's meant to be on there. God willed that pickle on the sandwich, and you're taking it off. That's right. So I get, you, you're going to have to deal with that. You're going to have to bargain with God on that one. But, uh, votes. So we have all three Chick-fil-A, correct? Chick-fil-A yeah. men. Yes. Uh, Savannah says raising canes, raising canes. Uh, Josh Chick fil A, not even close. Karen Chick fil A, uh, Treva sitting this one out. Don't care for Chick fil A, never had canes. Well, I mean, it's close by, Treva. I mean, you could try, uh, try some canes and report back to us. Maybe you don't like either one, never know. Uh, Gary, raising canes, garlic toast is all I need, but I could go for some malt vinegars and hushed puppies as well. <laughs> Muted mutts. So, Gary, <laughs> quick question. <laughs> quick question. So, you're saying raising canes, and you're saying garlic toast is all I need. So, you don't but, like the chicken? I was going to say, do you like the chicken better than Chick-fil-A's chicken? Or, I mean, you don't have to answer right away, but. Yeah. So, what one? Uh, Chick-fil-A. Amy. Uh, welcome, Amy. Go beyond the chicken customer service, definitely Chick Fil A. They should run the world. Yes, That's true. No one runs a better drive-through. Uh, Karen liked the unkempt chicken comment, and uh, John says Canes. Whoa, I think it's closer than I it thought. Is closer, it would be. but uh, Chick Fil A, I believe, is the the wiener. Yeah. Yep. So uh, here, here's the thing. I don't know who set this list and these matchups, but it seems like that they're setting the bracket because why would you have LJS versus Pantera bread? I'm going to be honest. I put in Long John Silver's. Oh, okay. it, here, here's why. Um, there, so on this, I'll go ahead and tell you the one. So this side, it was Carl's Jr. And I took, I put it Hardy's because that's what we're used to. But the biggest change on this side was it was something called uh cookout, which I've never heard of. Yeah. Yeah. And I realized that Long John Silver's was not on the list at all, so I put in Long John Silver's. So it, it you're right, it did not fit with Pantera bread, but I didn't know that Cookout did either. Um, to where the other ones kind of, you know, were kind of like, no, no, I'm sorry, I took out 
Oh, okay. I took out Cookout and put Long John Silvers, and I put it. I took out Zaxby's and put Raising Kings. Oh, um, yeah. Zaxby's is down south. It's yeah. That's I, I, I tried to get some again, some a little more local. So, does that change your thoughts, Eric? About the yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I understand. Yeah. All right. So one side of the bracket done. First round. What's Gary say? He answered a question, I think. Uh, Gary, eat chicken at either one just fine. I get grilled deluxe at Chick-fil-A. Usually, Chick-fil-A is family favorite, but too much for me. All right. Uh, Kathy, welcome. Not sure we've had you in before. Welcome. Uh, Cookouts in North Carolina. Hey, Kathy. Kathy Kathy lives down south there. Oh, okay. So is it like a chicken place? Well, no, it was, um, they had it against Panera Bread. And they've kind of they've kind of made them similar places if you haven't noticed. Yeah. Uh, the other side kind of does the same, which we'll get to next week. But um, I made a couple changes over there as well. Oh, that's right. She's in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. David's in North Carolina. So. Right. 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 Yeah. Got it. Okay. So we'll pick up with uh, round one of the other side of the bracket next week. If you guys thought Wendy's or Burger King versus McDonald's was tough, we got Burger King versus Wendy's coming up next week in the second round. That's going to be tough. Wendy's. 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 All right. Uh, in a safe place. <laughs> forgot, to, forgot to put our banner up talking about the visiting our website. I, I thought so. I was waiting for you to put that up before I started. And... There it is. I, I needed... Uh, Again, I put the, there's the new logo. Visit our website, www.playbyyearpodcast.com. You can find out about our show. Um, you become a member of our show if you hit the membership tab at the uh, top. And uh, you can uh, check into that. Brady, crack open a high C. <laughs> Sorry, yet. drink your juice box. <laughs> yeah, I know it has a pouch. <laughs> His juice pouch. I just heard the cauldron too. I heard the. It's <laughs> like an episode of Fraggle Rock going on in Brady somewhere in Brady's room there. There's a blast. I'm that. at the Dark Crystal. I think I, I, I mixed up my. Uh... All right, uh, Kathy does say Cookout has hamburgers. I think they're the only big thing. Only once there, said it was okay. Uh, Celia, if you're still listening, did we eat at a cookout on the way to Florida last year? Or in the way, maybe maybe we did eat at a cookout. I don't know. All right, Brady. The floor yeah. Is yours. Okay. Um, this has been triggered. My topic I chose tonight because um, anybody that is out there that is a teacher or a principal or assistant principal, this week has been a testing week in the state of Ohio. And it's just not been a fun week. So this is probably probably what compelled me to be a little bit dour, but funny at the same time. So I have chosen the topic, the 23 absolute worst things in the world. And this is a humorous, absolutely worst things in the world. We're not talking about, you know, diseases or, or we're talking about the more lighthearted bent, just to be clear. So I don't Annoyances. want anybody to get... Yeah, um, I uh, I don't want anybody to uh, chill our mellow here by saying you know genocide things like that. We're talking lighthearted, so they let's should know by now that we don't talk about serious things. No. That is true, except 
fast food that is serious. That is serious. Yeah, Barnacles are serious. Barnacles. So um, this first one on the list, it's not ranked in order. By the way, this comes from BuzzFeed. And uh, this one is when you accidentally drop your fork into your syrup. You know what that leads to? Sticky hands. Which makes it on this list. Gosh, and this happened to me the last time that I ordered French toast out. And I my fork got engulfed by syrup. And it ruined it. It's best I to just to. ask for a new one. I did, man. You, you have to just ask for a new one because you can't wipe it off. Then you then your napkin your napkin sticks to it. Yeah. And and then it gets on your hands and then it won't come off your until neck. like three decades. <laughs> your yes. neck. Your neck. I hate a sticky neck. So so can you qualify so your fork falls into your syrup? I mean are you the, talking the, like the handle of the fork? Oh well, the, the whole yeah. thing. Like well, you yeah, but the, you want your you want the tongue, the, the fork the tine. Uh, the tine, yeah. You want those on there, but you don't want the handle on there. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. if you drop your utensil and it becomes submerged, you A have to fish it out and make it good enough to grab. Yeah, that, that which is which is never. That, well, and you think about it, syrup is in its own it's 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 on its own level with that because if my if my if my fork happens to fall into ranch or ketchup or something like that, it's no big deal. You just wipe it off. But syrup you can't. It's on there. It's <laughs> it's bonded into ionically into the metal. Yeah. And, and I will say, as as far as syrup goes, or anything sticky, it it doesn't take much for me just to become incredibly annoyed. I mean, it doesn't oh, even yeah. have to be where your fingers are spackled Don't together. You, it's just the thought or the, the feeling, just a little bit. All it of, takes is a little bit of friction or a little bit of uh, of a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't adhesion. think. Of it. I think yeah, I'll think of it later. But you're right. You don't have to be like yeah. – it doesn't have to be where you can't pry your fingers apart. It, it's, it's just that barely that little bit of – you can almost hear it. You can almost hear your finger skin. Yeah. I, I am immediately looking for a source of water to take care of the problem. Just, it's, it's just a little bit of – a toilet or a urinal or – it has to be taken just, care of. Just a little bit of resistance. That's the word I was looking for. It's just – I mean, it's, yeah, it's even like if you got – Stung by a jellyfish, I'd urinate on my hand to get that sticky feeling. Yeah, <laughs> and and think about it. You know what's worse than getting it right there? I think I have. You know what's worse? You've urinated. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's worse than the worst thing getting it right there? Getting it like right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? In your finger crotch. Oh yes, exactly. <laughs> But nothing's nothing's worse than the neck, fellas. When you when you can you do that every time, and every time you do it, it just kind of stays there just a second longer than you, a fraction longer than you want it to. How on God's earth did you get a sticky gullet? <laughs> just I, I just have had I don't know I just I just can remember a couple of times in my life having like sticky neck, and like Eric, you probably have you have too big of a of a of a beard there. But like if you take your chin and do that. Just that little bit of stickiness. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. I, had to have a, I think I'd have to have a horse face to get my. <laughs> no, it just, it's not. I'm not saying it's on your chin. It's on your. It's in your. It's in your neck folds. It's like in your. <laughs> it's at the your neck, neck crotch. Yeah. 
your gums. Syrup, syrup is one of those things like mustard, though. Like you, you can eat something with syrup and think you did fine, and then you'll get out to your car and you'll go to grab like a, like your sunglasses or something, and your hand will stick like you've to it. You've been in a paintball war. Yeah. <laughs> I do that with mustard. I'll eat, I'll eat a hot dog and think, ah, I didn't get any mustard. I mean, I'll go home that night and I change my clothes and I have a splotch of mustard on the, the back of my shirt or something. <laughs> And even if plate. it gets on your fingers, though, like your fingers are stained oh. for three days. I mean, oh, yeah. Mustard stain off of them. <laughs> nah. All right. All right. Uh, Treva has a comment on uh, nothing more annoying than sticky gunk on your fingers. Syrup and jelly are the worst. Yes. And, yes. All right. This is just described. <laughs> I, I'm going to have, because we have mostly audio listeners, but when your icing is taken from you far too soon, and it's some it's somebody that has a Bismarck, and the icing peels off like it gets stuck to the wax paper, and then you take it out to eat it, and then the icing two thirds of it has been removed, and then you're left there with an under iced confectionery baked good. There's only one thing to do: you eat the confectionery, then you then you take your teeth, and you sc- scrape. <laughs> do that again. <laughs> You gotta get your. You gotta jut out your teeth just a, a bit, and you scrape, you scrape it. It's like a miniature uh, bulldozer, and you just scrape off the icing from the from the paper product. Oh, this is great! Don't you guys do that? Yeah, yeah. But, but then then you're not getting the mixture of taste. True. But it's it's yeah. just the it's just the you know you paid for the you paid for the icing too. And here's the thing. What even makes that more cruel is icing on a donut is amazing. But icing by itself is just too much. It's too sweet. So if you eat the baked good and then you decide to partake of the leftover icing out of spite, the minute it hits your mouth, it gives you sphincter mouth. You just go. (laughs) Because it's all sweet. No. uh, Yeah. Let me teach you something. You take it. You get the paper. You got to get it. Tot. You got to pull it. It's got to be terse. You got to take your teeth and then you (laughs) scrape it. And then the icing sticks all up there. And then you take a bite of the the donut. (laughs) Whilst the icing is still. Ladies and gentlemen, on on June the 5th, on June the 5th, if you come to Sons of Toil, I insist that Todd demonstrate this in front of the live audience. I'll, you, you bring me a donut. I'll do it right there in front of him. Treva, you're right. That's how he gets sticky. Next. That might be. That's true. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think you need to demonstrate that live, not just by showing us the motions, but actually having a a covered wax paper (laughs) but it only makes sense you just if you if you have the icing in your mouth and then you take a bite of the cake or whatever it is you have then you can have them together again but but the the consistency is is not right true yeah you're you're over iced you're right yeah all right it's the only good solution to the problem i guess (laughs) all right so the next one is opening up a fresh pint of ice cream only to see that it's frozen to death and it looks like a science fair crystal project <laughs> of icy hair on top. Oh, and you have to bad. get through that to get to the good stuff, but the top of the surface is roint because it, it's all freezer burned. 
typically if it's freezer burned, it'll it'll be deep. It'll be you know what I mean. Like you'll yeah, even yeah. if you scrape off the crystals, the rest of it still tastes bad. Or, or I'll give you one on that same note. If something has happened to your freezer and it melted a little bit, then it refreezes. Yeah, and it's frozen froth. It, it ceases to become. It like separates into something. So what at the bottom, the stuff at the bottom has a consistency of ice cream, but it's underflavored. And what's at the top is like a hairy, frothy, frozen something that it could be minus, it, it could be absolute zero Kelvin and it will still not be solid. Yep. It's like frozen foam. Now, do you guys, because this is a debate in my house, I like my ice cream pretty much straight out of the freezer. I like it where if you're not careful when you're scooping it, you'll shoot a big scoop of it across the living room because it's so it's and so solid. Now Celia will set hers out until it's damn near a milkshake. Amen. And put Celia. it in the bowl. Amen, Celia. You like that? Absolutely. All you're doing is painting a bowl at that point. You're just <laughs> the bowl. there's nothing to eat. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> After the fact. <laughs> Well, if you're, if you're lactose intolerant. Lactose intolerant. <laughs> um, Brady, how about you? Do you like it solid right out of the freezer, or do you you like it to melt? And I'm not just saying this to be annoying. Um, I like I, I do both. It's a mood thing. Yeah. It depends on what mood I'm in, and it depends on the ice cream, too. If it is a vanilla, if it's just a straight-up vanilla, I like it to soften a little bit. Why would but you eat straight up vanilla ice cream? Oh, a good French vanilla bean. That's you don't the put bean any chocolates in it. You don't put any chocolate syrups or. Oh, I, I do, but. Oh, you I, just I like mean the that. ice cream. It's, I got you. Yeah, that vividly. I, I, I could eat there. I forget what brand it is. It's like extreme vanilla and it's got like the vanilla bean chips in it. It's amazing. But, um, but if I'm eating something like fish food from Ben and Jerry's, it needs to be haired. It needs to be. You know, very solid. Gotcha. I got you. Yeah. I mean, I don't want you to think I like won't eat it if it's melted a little bit, but I, I just no. prefer it. Like as soon as I get out of the freezer, I dig in and start it. And I struggle. I mean, it's hard to scoop it out, but but it's it's worth it to me. Yeah. But I I, I don't like it. You know, so frozen. I've had have had it before where you can't even chip it with a spoon, and it, it has no it, cream texture. It, it's just like a block of ice. Instead of putting scoops in your bowl, you're just putting like all kinds of weird shapes of yeah, ice cream yeah. in your bowl, and you got to chase it around the bowl with your with your spoon. Yeah, I got it. I got you. All right. Um, sorry, I timed out there. How about um that when you lose the bottom of your Reese's cup, you open up the packaging. And then you remove the little pie-shaped frilly thing, the bunting. <laughs> the paisley. Yeah. Pasty. That's what I meant to say. Doily. <laughs> the cup doily. Um, and, but then it takes out the bottom chocolate skin, or worse yet, a chunk kind of out of the middle bottom, and it gives your Reese's cup a navel. And um, then, it, yes, worse than, it's awful. Let me tell you what I do. <laughs> you gotta take the you gotta take the Reese cup pasty, and you gotta pull it taut, and you gotta use your teeth scratch to scrape it off there. Yeah, and then you add it back. You just take it out of the roof of your mouth, and you add it back on the 
<laughs> you smack with your hand through the I'm cup. just kidding on that part. But I do. It's the same technique I talked about earlier. It's, it's yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why does that happen? Is that a temperature thing? Is it a do they make every Reese cup where the bottom falls out of it if it sits too long? I mean, no, I think yeah, they probably get a little warm and then that little chunk comes out and then they it's a little get molten cooler again. Yeah, yeah, but it happens a lot. It's I mean, it's... okay. When you reach into the can of Pringles and there's no truly fully formed duck lip chips, it's just <laughs> fragments at the bottom. And you're hungry, but there's been a lot of breakage. So, like, the bottom fifth of the can is crumbs. shattered. Yeah, crumbs. Yeah. And that disappointment is like, oh. Crumbs. Pringle crumbs. Crumbs. Yep. Pringles are, yeah. Pringles are prone to crumble easily. Breakage. They're not a very sturdy chip. No, they're not. Which are lighter and airier. But you would think there. with you would think with that sheen they put over them that sticks to the roof of your mouth, you would think they would it would solidify them a little bit. You don't get a Pringle sheen every <laughs> Pringles put a they put a coating of something over the roof of my mouth when I eat them. Is it dusty or is it liquid? It, like what? It kind may of start coating? as dust, but when it's I mean, I mean when I feel it, it's it's moist. It's it's just a moist it's just, <laughs> a film. It's a film. Yeah, it's a Pringle film. Yeah. Uh, well, well played, Gary. He's okay <laughs> with Pringle barnacles. Oh, I'm okay with him. But, man, you just reach in that can, which feels pretty, you know, there's some heft to the bottom of it. You know that it's just, you're not expecting all crumblies, yeah. okay? So it's, it's You don't got hear them heft. because it's. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's so pat- and then you reach in there, and all there is is dust in the can. All we are yeah. is dust in the can. Dust in the can. <laughs> uh, but, all right. Um. See, let me go on. Is that true, Celia? Yeah, Celia says what they put on Pringles is what Clark Griswold put on his saucer slid. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Olestra. But um, <laughs> yeah, Tre- uh, Treva's got it right. You just at that point you just dump the Pringles yeah. in your mouth, or you or, dump them on your bologna sandwich and then, and then hey. smash the smash the brebs, <laughs> smash the brebs on there, and you have a nice Pringle Pretty. chip and bologna sandwich. Okay. Brady, you don't put chips on your on your sandwich like that. Oh, I I, I don't like bologna. Bologna, I will say this: bologna is the only luncheon meat that I uh, that I like chips on. Do that, yeah, yeah. I haven't done it since I was a teenager, probably, but I, I just remember liking it. Here's something real specific. I'm a Coke guy. You know, I'm a Coca Cola fan over Pepsi. Well, you do like Miami Vice. Uh, I do like Miami Vice. I know about. I know all about the toot in the nose candy, and the booger sugar, and the marching powder. But um, anyway, um, oh yeah, I prefer something about the combination of a Pringle and a Pepsi. Go together like peanut butter and jelly. Really? Yes. A, p- a Pepsi. A Pepsi. So is it like? Are you talking like putting peanuts in your in your? No, Pepsi? no, no. Separate. When I'm eating them separate, the, oh. the combination of eating a Pringle and then washing it down with a Pepsica is um just like it 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 works. I'm not saying Coke sucks with the Pringle, but something about the Pepsi and the Pringle pop, not just the alliteration. Pepsi and Pringle pop. 
<laughs> now, Jim has a question here. How the hell do you get your hand inside a Pringles can? You got to make the sloth claw. <laughs> the the, the three-finger method. And then you enter... You enter the orifice of the can and you pluck it asunder. But, um, really? See, you know... You if, just if, dump. You just gotta... You, you gotta if, dump it out in your hand. Someone turned on the podcast right in the middle of that comment. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> yeah, this is like a proctology TED Talk. But, um... So, uh, but yeah, I did... Just, uh... Yeah, getting them out of that, that is difficult. And speaking of unfortunate physics, this is next on the list. When gravity starts playing tricks. Now, there's a picture describing this, but I'm going to paint a picture with words. Imagine that you have, like, a handheld size, like a solo cup full of a liquid of your choice. And you are, your child wants some, and they have a smaller cup or any cup at all. And you're pouring one liquid into the other container, but somehow gravity starts playing tricks where instead of it catapulting from your container into the other container, it decides to cling to life on the bottom of your container and run down, run down the surface of the, the, the can or the, the glass Onto your arm and to your elbow. That that is incredibly annoying. I I, I totally get what you're saying. It, it, and there's no reason for it. But you ever get the sticky inner elbow like that? <laughs> That's what happens there. I, I have in your, in your elbow crotch. The elbow crotch. <laughs> and um, like I'm going to compare it to this. Like uh, I was adjusting the shower head for my child. And checking the temperature, and I noticed that the shower head was pointed a little bit toward the, you know, the, the curtain, and I wanted to angle it toward the wall a little bit. And when I reached up, somehow that spraying water that could that that could could take the hide off a piece of leather somehow will find it attaches itself to my arm and runs down my sleeve all the way to my armpit. And it's just gravity being cruel, and it's terrible. Yeah, that's annoying. Terrible. And then you had terrible. a wet armpit syndrome. <laughs> yes. Then you had to. Ch I've had to change my shirt before, and where it's ran all the way down, of course, that it makes the fabric wet, and it just feels like you're wearing a wet noodle in your arm, and it just stinks. Um. Okay, the next one. I got caught. You remind me, I had a substitute teacher when I was a kid to call me a wet noodle. Yes. And to this day, I don't know what he was. What I don't know what he was saying about me. I'm not sure it was a compliment or a yeah. or a, an insult, but doesn't sound like a compliment. Um, the next one is just simply getting the darn pistachio nut from the shell oh, that won't yeah. let it go. But that's why they make shelled pistachios. I would refuse to fight with a pistachio nut. Nine nine out of ten of them are, are already uh, agape. Enough for you to for you to to pince them out, but then you'll get that you'll get every once in a while you'll get one that's a perfect sealed uh, pistachio. Nut. And then there's not an object. And then of course, when you're eating, it's the last one, and you're still hungry for it. And you look on the surfaces of all around you, and there's nothing but nerf. Like there is nothing that you well, can hit that nut to 
break it. Well, and then, or, or you'll use your fingernail, and every once in a while, it'll it'll slip and cut inside your fingernail, and then you already got salt. Cut. Yeah, you got yeah. nut salt right there in your fingernail <laughs> cut. See, yes. You know, see how Super 70 Sports had a tweet the other day about one of those things in the 70s you could always find in every household was the Nutcracker set. With the oh, like grandma's with house, the, yeah. With the metal tongs. Yeah. What you need. Now I never thought got... of cracking a pistachio with a nutcracker set, though. Those are for oh. walnuts. Well, yeah. I think it would do the job, right? Yeah, a miniature. You need a little miniature set for... Yeah. Or, again, just buy them already shelled. Right. Okay. In so the what, essence... So, so what, what happened? I mean, those used to be literally in every house that you ever went to. There was a nutcracker set. You don't see those anymore. I mean, will not eat shelled nuts anymore. Let me tell you this of all. The, and I had plenty of relatives that had those. They were there very live and in color. But here's the thing. There was never any nuts left in them, but the Brazil nuts, because the Brazil nuts science is still not found a way to penetrate those. I've never eaten a Brazil nut. Why? Because I can't get into it. There is a Brazil nuts and, a, just, and some mixed nuts. You just put them in your mouth and suck all the salt off them and spit them out. That's what you do. That's but that's the, what everybody else has done. That's why there's part. That's why they're in the can. They're the the the, the nut that looks it, it looks like a fossilized tangerine slice, and it's like yeah. a wooden tangerine slice, and you can't get to the nut meat because you can't like yeah. It's like I would. I wonder if there's any varmints. Are there any? Are there any varmints that eat uh, those types of nuts? Brazil I nuts. I'd like to see them. I'd like to see them figured out. Right. If you gave one to a squirrel, to if you gave one to a squirrel, they'd be able to to crack it. That Good squirrel question. will be at the veterinary dentist in a heartbeat <laughs> on an emergency call. <laughs> but uh, uh, Jim says he worries about Todd. He seems to have various parts of his body parts that get sticky. <laughs> Thank you, James. Now you see my struggle. I uh, I struggle badly in life. Yep. Uh, Gary said Brazil nuts require proper alignment to crack. Quite satisfying. Um, so, Gary, how do you do it? Do you get a, a, a what's the thing called? Slide rule at a protractor. And... <laughs> it's probably if you position your fingers just correctly on the nut. And it oh, no, fin like no finger. No finger can penetrate do a Brazil you, Gary, nut. Do, no. do, you, do you have like a nut vice there attached to your table and just. <laughs> it's a personal question. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you <laughs> I've bought some underwear, I tell you that uh <laughs> advice. No, but okay. seriously, I that's a serious question. Um he he seems to have the technique down, so I'd I'd like to know too, because I've never been able to crack one. I usually give up and just throw it in there and grab a softer one. Um I'm gonna go ahead and put this one out here because personally as a connoisseur since my earliest of youth, I have loved Little Debbie Swiss rolls, and I eat them frequently, and I still will. But when you open up a Little Debbie Swiss roll, oh. and the cellophane gets the icing and sticks it to the wrapper, <laughs> and it is muted your Swiss roll, and you... It, it's the worst... I'm gonna tell you what I do. <laughs> you gotta pull it taut. You gotta pull the cellophane taut and shut out your teeth and scrape all of it off. 
<laughs> I appreciate you offering so many opportunities for me to go to the well. <laughs> oh, that well so will on, never go dry. So on we, June 5th, we're going to have a wax papered, uh, a wax papered donut. We're going to have a Swiss cake, and we're going to have a Reese cup. That sounds like a hell of a party. <laughs> what else does a man need? Hang on, Gary gave us some. He 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 told us. He told us the technique. Yeah. Line the teeth of the nutcracker with the pointed edge. If, if you, you must, must know. know. So you you've just like given us some sort of <laughs> secret, some sort of secret, some sort of foreign secret. Now now we got to find somebody that still owns the nutcracker set. <laughs> so well, apparently so, Gary does. Is that why they call them Brazil nuts? Where do Brazilians have the only method of cracking the Brazil nut? <laughs> I know and they have somehow the... came across Brazilian nut left. <laughs> I believe that's the new uh, Beachbody uh, series there. Yeah, but like guys uh, only. It, Anybody that has a Dish Network or any kind of streaming, there will always be that channel that's running the infomercial for the Brazilian butt lift. Yes. But when I first got satellite TV, I like I thought it was like a comedy or a game show or something, and then I saw it was an infomercial. It was disappointing. <laughs> All right. I'm going to leave you with last one last one, okay? Then we can put this to bed and go home for the game. This one's really quick, but it is... <laughs> When you make pizza rolls in the oven and they disembowel and um, the, 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 the innards pop out and boil out all over to the plate and ruin it. So all you have is a bread bite with a little bit of sauce on it. Well, I'm going to tell you what I do. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, take, you, you take the... Uh... The cookie sheet. Yes. You pull it taut. <laughs> and you jut out your teeth. And then you go to the Shriners Institute <laughs> afterwards. Uh. Ooh. Uh. Yeah, I, I don't... I, I don't know what happens. Like, I think I've t we've talked about this before. I remember when... Uh, to me, it seems like my memory is when we first got a, uh, a Fry Daddy at home. Remember the Fry Daddies? And I can remember I was obviously I guess I was old enough to like kind of start making my own lunch and using the fry daddy and stuff. And I I would put cheese sticks in there, and if you leave them too long, you would show up and there would be no cheese left at all. It would just be a hollowed out <laughs> stick, just the exoskeleton. Yeah, where'd the cheese go? So the cheese melted into the grease. Is that what I, I guess? Yeah. And when you clean the bottom of that fry daddy, all of that burnt. Cheese, you can remove from the bottom and throw it like an Araby, yeah, like a like a frisbee right to the yard. Yeah. So uh, uh, Gary forgot to mention a step to cracking the Brazil nut: clench and release. <laughs> yes. The that sounds that sounds important. That sounds important. Yeah, that is an important step. <laughs> All right. Hey, thank you, Brady. Thank you, Brady. You're welcome. Pra pra practical information from uh, Mr. Brady Limey. All right. We want to remind you, uh, those in the room, if you were not here at the beginning, we will remind you once again. We made mention of it. Our 100th episode live in front of a live studio audience 
of which you are invited to attend June 5th from 5 to 8 at Sons of Toil Brewing on uh, Klein Road in Mount Oreb. Beautiful Mount Oreb. Um, June 5th is a Sunday evening, so uh, we were hoping with uh, scheduling it that way that uh, those of you who have young kids playing sports and whatnot uh, could be a good time. You don't really see many games on Sunday evening at that time, so hopefully your schedules are open enough to join us. Once again, that's Sons of Toil Brewing. June 5th, 5 to 8, our uh, first foray into doing this nonsense in front of a live audience of earbuds. Can I mention a happy birthday? Absolutely. There's a couple happy birthdays in order tonight. Absolutely. So we'll give the first one over. Um, one of our original earbuds, Kenny Enlow. It is his birthday today. And wow. he is was one of our original fans that lit, tuned into our shenanigans. And he's still with us. He um, listens while driving. And then the other one is our very own Todd Griffin. Hey. Thank Bravo, you. Happy Bravo. birthday. Thank you. thank you. Thank you. Happy birthday, Kenny. Yes. We almost, we, uh, t- so today is Kenny's birthday? Yes. So we almost According share birthday, the Kenny. Yeah. <clears throat> They're both 39 years old. That's right. Yep. All right. Oh, I, I, I can I give a special birthday shout out? Absolutely. I, I've been, it's like, it's been amazed at how many birthdays are real close, close to this, uh, to my birthday as well, and uh, uh, dear friend uh, Jenna Horik, her birthday was April twenty fourth. Her is two days before mine. So uh, Jenna, coworker, and and again, dear dear friend, talented uh, theater director, and uh, so happy birthday, Jennifer. Or up, <laughs> happy birthday, Jennifer. Yeah, I'd ever call her that. Happy birthday, Jenna. I have a lot of Jennies and Jennas in my life, so I usually mix them up. So Jenna, happy birthday. I work with a Jennifer. Yeah, I work with a Jenny and a Jenna. Two Jennifers. Two, really? I was married to a Jennifer. So, hey, got it all. All right. So, we're out to the game. The game of the evening is confident, question mark. Confident? Go ahead, Brady. Thank you, Kathy. We got to do it together. Three, two, one. Confident. (laughs) Can you tell we don't rehearse? Are we doing the breath first? Yeah. God, don't you think? <laughs> Bust out some one-arm push-ups. <laughs> yes, uh, John Brown. Yes. Uh, oh, go ahead and pull that up, Eric. If you, it's uh, John. John and Savannah. It's yeah. her anniversary. Yesterday was well, my birthday. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, happy. Okay. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy happy. So on June 5th, if you want to see that live. <laughs> yes. And and when we're live, you know, we'll hopefully be in sync at that point. Yes. Uh, yes. Probably not, but <laughs> all right. So again, the game is confident. Question mark. Uh so the remember this game, we've done it before several times. I'm going to give you two things or a kind of a question, I guess. And you're to answer the question with a range of numbers and the shortest range <coughs> wins. So I guess if you know the actual number, you can 
like pick a range of one and he most certainly would win. So it's not just a particular one number. It has to be from this to that. And then your number has to be within that range to, to get the point. Do I have to have paper and pencil for this? I forget. Uh, no. Okay. No, I don't think so. All right. So Todd, uh, in honor of you being back with us after your brief illness, all right. You will go first. Thank you. And uh, we will play to five. All right. So the Kyle question. King, Kyle King ruling this one? I think so. Uh, no, I think yes. so. Maybe. I forget the game that had the, the original Kyle King yeah. rule game. Yeah, I can't remember either. All right. <clears throat> Instagram and Facebook. How long between when they were founded? And this is in years and months. I'm going to say between seven years, eight months, and 11 years, eight months. Okay. Brady? I'm going to say lower. I think you have to give a range, too. Oh, I have to give a range? Okay, my bad. Yeah, Somewhere um, between lower and higher. <laughs> <laughs> right. I will say between three years and six years. Okay. Facebook was founded in February of 2004. Instagrams in October of 2010... And the answer is six years, eight months. Todd missed by exactly a year in his range. So Brady gets the point. Oh. Uh. Celebrate too early. How? Poop. Fixie. <laughs> <laughs> is it because I went over? Yes, you went over. Uh. Your, the actual number was not in your range. Gotcha. Where it was, it was in Brady's range. So. Gotcha. So now if it's in both of your range... Hang on a minute. Brady said three to six years. Mm -hmm. Oh, Brady said three to six years. Yeah. I misheard that then. All right. So uh, so then it would be the closest. Brady was within eight months. You were within a year. So There you go. All right. Sorry about that. So Brady gets the point. And, and the actual scoring of this game is, and I, I don't think we can do it this way because it takes many people voting but in the actual game if you got within the range it would be three points and the closest range would get one point if you were not within the range so okay. that's way it but we'll just do point by point all right brady you get the first choice here evil evil <laughs> evil can evil for uh, those who uh, I want to say it how it's actually said. Evil Knievel, how many bone fractures did he suffer in his life? Between 200 and 240. Okay. Todd? He said, what, can you repeat yours between 200 and 240, you said? Yes, 200 sir. and 240. Uh, 
So does this mean like different time? Like just total, 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 total bone t- fractures? Total bone fractures his in his life. I'm going to say a little lower. I'm going to say between one, 170 and 220. All right. <clears throat> After attempting more than 75 ramp-to-ramp motorcycle jumps, he still holds the Guinness World Record for most fractures in a lifetime. Those fractures number 433 Ooh, fractures. So uh, certainly that means he broke some bones multiple times. Yes. So uh, Brady closest with his guess. Takes a 2-0 lead. Getting smashed. I, I was talking about Evil Nevil last week because I was telling my kids about um, the, the Red Bull stunt where the guys uh, tried to go into a free fall. Yeah. Uh, two different planes and switch planes, but there was a mechanical error. They were both fine, but I said that used to be a big deal when I was a kid was the stunt show. You know, there'd be an evil devil prime time where he was like trying to jump the shark tank and, or the snake river Canyon. Um, Wasn't but he also stunt shows. Wide, wide world of Schwartz too. Yes, he was. So stunts used to be a big deal. Yeah. All right. So Brady up two nil. Todd, the Rolling Stones, how much do they gross per show in dollars based upon ticket sales in 2019? Per show? Per show. I'm gonna say between six and between four and seven million. Okay, Brady. I am going to say seven hundred and fifty thousand to two million. Okay. According to Polestar, they sell just over forty nine thousand tickets per show. At $227 each, they have grossed more per show than any other music act. That total is $11,112,923. So, Todd, even though he was not within range, closest with the point. So two to one. Uh, Brady? She? Michael Jordan. What was his points per game average in his career in the NBA to one decimal place for the regular season? Thirty eight point two. Range. Excuse me. Thirty seven point two. To 38.2. Okay. Todd? Did it, uh, could you repeat? Was it a certain year or any, like, highest? Was it? His points per game career average in the NBA to one decimal place for the regular season. I think Brady's too high. 
Um, Twenty nine point eight to thirty three point eight. Okay. Michael Jordan holds the playoff career average record of thirty three point four points per game. He is fifth on regular season career points behind. Uh, let's Pistol see. Pete. No, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Uh, with 38,387, Carl Malone, LeBron James, and uh, UA Blob. <laughs> not UA Blob. <laughs> Jack <Grandis>. Sigma. <laughs> uh, but Granville Waiters. <laughs> Fat Lever. Fat Lever. Uh, but he does hold the average, uh, again, career for uh, regular season points per game. And that is 30.1. So Todd gets the point, and we are now tied, knotted up at twos. Todd. Yes, sir. The oldest city in the continental United States. In what year was it founded? Now, these are European established. Todd. And has been continuously inhabited. Oldest city in the United States. Oldest city in the continental United States. What year was it founded that was European established and has been continuously inhabited? All right. Am I giving the years? Yeah, what year was it founded? So, whatever range you choose. Crap. Cut up. My brain has completely shut off. The whole time I was trying to think of the name of the, the city. Um, well, that doesn't help you much with this particular question. Yeah, I know. That's what I was... So it would be... I'm, I think I misunderstand the question, so I'm just going to go. Um, Can I get my answer first? And then that might help you. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. And plus, I'm still confused about what's being asked. Exactly. I mean, not that you're not no, being that clear. Would, that wouldn't kidding. be fair. I, I, Eric, go ahead and read the question again. I probably should. You can it. go ahead, Brady. You can Pretty go ahead. Fair. Yeah. You're going to get it anyway. You're better at this kind of stuff. But I, I'm confused as if it means what. No, I'll tell you what I what I think it means. Go ahead. St. Augustine, Florida, range 1564 to 1566. See, I was actually thinking St. Augustine, Florida. Yeah. And then I thought to myself, Brady's an expert in St. Augustine, Florida. That, I spent my whole beginning of that question thinking St. Augustine, Florida. But I had no idea of the year. So I, uh, Brady's probably right. So I'm going to say 1590 to 1610. <laughs> so Brady's range was 1564 to 1566. <laughs> yeah. He, he's going to say he, he knows it. 
said he was founded uh, was St. Augustine, Florida. Yeah. was founded 52 years after Florida was discovered in the year 1513 and 73 years after Columbus discovered the New World in 1492, 1565, <laughs> when St. Augustine was founded. Brady, that is, where, that is one of those things where my trivia of you had me screwed up from the beginning because I knew, I will say, I knew it was St. Augustine, Florida, and then I realized I have no chance because Brady knows this. So I, I was, I was, it was focused my home on that. Away from home, growing yeah. up. Yeah, I'm just happy I knew the city, I, but I had no idea. I had no idea that the year, so I wouldn't have gotten it no matter what. <laughs> All right, Brady, up three two. <laughs> Brady, yeah, psyching me out. Brady, Brady's psyching <laughs> me out with his St. Augustine. Should have been your <laughs> <laughs> Steve Perry. Steve, Steve Perry. Long Island Iced Tea. According to the International Bartenders Association, how many ingredients does it contain? Well, you got the long and then the island. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot about the iced tea. That's, oh, that's true. Between seven and eleven. Okay. Todd? I think he's close. I think he's in there. I'm going to say between five and eight. So it is one of the... Go ahead. Can I do that? Can I say... Yeah. Can I overlap? Okay. Yeah, you're good. Uh, it is one of the most alcoholic cocktails with 15 milliliters of vodka. Right here. 15 milliliters of tequila, 15 milliliters of white rum, 15 milliliters of gin, 15 milliliters of Quintro, which is orange triple sec, 25 milliliters of lemon juice, 30 milliliters of simple syrups, and cola. Eight is the number. Todd with the number eight in his, uh, well, he had the shortest range. He did. So uh, Todd gets the point. That was a highly contested ballot there. <laughs> it was. Uh, L-I-T's. <laughs> I've never had one. I've never had a, oh, a, a Long Island iced tea. The Papagallo's back deck days were, that trois. deck was guarded by L-I-T night many a time. <laughs> trois et trois. Trois et trois. All right, Todd, and I'm, I'm just, um, I just picked this card up. It wasn't predetermined. Is it another St. Augustine question? No, no, it's not. <laughs> it does tie into a conversation we just had. Baby names based on babies born in the United States between 2010 and 2018. For every baby named Jennifer... How many are named Emma? This is 2010 through 2018. 2010 through 2018. For every baby named Jennifer. So basically how many Emmas per Jennifer? Is what yeah, and I'm assuming what they're going with here is that is that Emma is a more modern name. Which, you know, actually, I mean, you know, Emma's a pretty old name as well. Yeah. But I think it's had a resurgence in the past 
decade or so. Yeah. So I'm not sure why I feel the need to think out loud to you guys, but it's what we get paid to do. Well, our good good friend Kirsten has an Emma. Yeah. Born born in that range. Yep. And I, I I'm and I'm actually trying to think also as teachers, we uh we have some we are privy to some a bevy of MI. Some yeah, some knowledge here. And I can tell you that in my uh going on ten years of teaching, this is my ninth year, so my nine years of teaching, I have had zero Jennifer students. And I probably have an Emma every year. Okay. Or close. So I'm going to say for every one Jennifer born in 2010 to 2018, there are twelve to fifteen Emmas. Okay. Brady? I say 20 to 30 Emma's to one Jennifer. Okay. Emma was the most popular girl's name in that time range with 177,410 babies named Emma. While Jennifer was the 199th most popular with 14,438 babies. So that equates to 12 Emmas per Jennifer. Mm. So, uh, Todd. See, I thought it was going to be higher. I said 12. I really did. Yep. I did say 12. So you're probably wondering how I did, how I took nine years of teaching (laughs) and one Emma per year versus zero Emmas per year. And by using the order of operations and rounding it to pi. Yeah. All right, Brady. See what? What's the scare? Four to three. Four to three. Oh, I see it now. How long does it take the average American worker to commute to work? One way in minutes, based upon 2018 census data. Between. 25 and 35 minutes. Okay. Todd? Can you repeat the question? How long does it take the average American worker to commute to work one way in minutes based upon 2018 census data? Uh, this would be much different had you asked in 2000 or 1975 or something like that. It, it would have been. Obviously. Brady said 25 to 35. Is that what you said, Brady? I believe so. Yeah, 25 to 35. Man, he's got it right in there. I mean, he's got a good number there. That's a nice number, Brady. Good out. (laughs) I'm going to say, I got to come in just under it. I'm going to say 12 to 20 minutes. 12 to 20 minutes. Compared to less than 22 minutes back in 1980, 87% commute by private vehicle like a car or motorcycle, 5% take public transport, 3% walk or cycle, 
5% work from home, but the average commute in 2018 was 27 minutes. Oh, yeah. 27 minutes. So, Todd, did you did you actually think it was lower, or were you just choosing a lower range? I, I liked his range, so I could I, – I was you knocked could, off you track. Have gone, you could have gone in his range and made it shorter. I thought about doing that. That's probably what I should have done. I like I liked his range a lot. I was very attracted to his range, <laughs> but I I just I knew the numbers obviously getting shorter and shorter. Um, you you asked that charm. that same question ten years from now it'll be even shorter. Right. So well, it's actually gotten longer since 1980. Well, but I figure now after COVID, more people working yeah. from home, it will yeah. get shorter again. All right. Four to four. For our for, for all the marbules. Marbules. All right. Uh who who goes first here? Todd. 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 How old was the world's youngest ever college graduate with a bachelor's degree in years and months? I believe you mean Mr. Doogie Hauser. <laughs> years and months oldest college graduate with a bachelor's degree or that you said youngest youngest uh, youngest sorry yeah, yeah. um twelve years. Nine months to fifteen years, three months. Okay, twelve years, nine months to fifteen years, three months. Brady, I say nine years to twelve years, six months. Okay. American Michael Kearney spoke his first words at four months. Jeez. Graduated Jeez. high school at age six. Jeez. He's gone to win over $1 million on game shows. He graduated from college with a bachelor's degree in anthropology at the age of 10 years and four months. So Brady gets the point and the VIN. Circle takes the square. <laughs> takes the square. Nice, nice game, Brady. All nice right. game. That was Five a good to four. One. Well contested. Not a blowout as we have had in recent games. It started out that way. It started out like he was going to run away with it. It did. All right. Good show, gentlemen. Don't come at me yes, with no St. Augustine. That's, that had me. Again, you were in my mind. You were, I mean, you had me. You uh, <laughs> couldn't even, I couldn't even, I couldn't even tally up what Eric was asking. I was so bothered by Brady's knowledge of St. Augustine. I kind of just wish I wouldn't even have known the, known the actual city and then I maybe could have. Just picked some years and got lucky. I should have just sat back and went. <laughs> All right. Just on that uh, question. Exactly. Okay. I uh, want to remind you that the audio version of this podcast will come out Friday morning, 3 a.m. Uh, our platforms, uh, anchor.fm is our main platform. Uh, we are also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and the iHeartRadio app, and most anywhere you can find an audio podcast, you can probably find ours as well. 
take heed of our logo because uh, we uh well i i was searching through podcasts uh, the other day and i i found one called play it by ear and it seems strangely similar to ours so there's our logo up here in the corner so if you it's three of us our, it's the three of us yes right with one uh, of us whose head smells <laughs> <laughs> like pickles <laughs> like pickles like pickle use yeah all right, the video, uh, our video will be archived on YouTube on our YouTube channel at Play It By Your Podcast. You can search that out. Uh, we're also on uh, Facebook. It'll be archived on our Facebook page on Facebook Live. We are also on Twitch. Twitch. Twitch, Twitch. <laughs> Social media links can be found on our website at uh, www.playitbyyourpodcast.com. We are on Facebook, as previously mentioned, Twitter at play it by your pod too and uh, Instagram as well. But again, you can find all those links on our webpage. You can interact with us via email at admin at play it by your podcast.com. You can leave us a voice message. If you go to your audio podcast platform, there's a link there. You can click there and leave a voice message for us that we will add to our audio podcast. Again, we keep begging for these voice messages. We haven't gotten one lately. So, uh, be the first to leave us one in a while. Want to remind you also, once again, of our uh, 100th episode live in front of an audience of earbuds at Sons of Toil Brewing on Klein Road in Mount Orb, Ohio. And that will be June 5th from 5 to 8 p.m. Once again, that is a Sunday evening. Hope to see a bunch of people there. Uh, we are looking forward to it. Uh, still trying to figure out exactly what it's going to look like, but uh, certainly, um, it's going to look like awesome. It will. It's going look to look like, like awesome. this. It's going to look like all this. All we got to offer. Yeah, right. Yeah. Anything else for the good of the order, gentlemen? Gentlemen, I don't think so. Have a wonderful week. All right. Todd, two and two. Deuce and deuce. <laughs> All right. See you Charles next week. Charles Woolworth. <laughs> Peace out. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again. And join us next time as we play it by ear.